You are listening to Talking Comic-Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego, a weekly San Diego Comic-Con podcast, talking all the news in the world of San Diego. This is Season 2, recorded on Sunday, June 14th, and Leonard is not well. But fear not, we've cancelled the apocalypse and got Alyssa Franks from Friends of CCI Forum, film journalist Mark Serby, and Violet Kruger from Gender Biased Reviews, picking up the baton to talk about the announced panels of SDCC 2015, the official updates from Comic-Con International, and the huge impact of Star Wars The Force Awakens coming to Hall H. This episode is proudly supported by Dark Bunny Tees. Head to darkbunnytees.com to check out their amazing range of movie-themed t-shirts, one of which a lucky live viewer will win in the next hour or so. It is 10 a.m. on the Pacific, it is 1 p.m. on the East Coast, and it is 6 p.m. here in the U.K., and this is uh, Talking Comic-Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. Uh, my name is Leonard Sultana, and uh, this may be the cup of tea that you've absolutely been dreaming of, uh, because I'm not going to be talking. It's going to be fun. Um, I have um, developed a delightful case of um, toothache. Which is which means I'm currently in a little bit of agony, um, which means uh, I will be passing over the reins to the uh, our wonderful guests who have joined us uh, for this. Uh, it is the fourteenth um, of June, two thousand fifteen, with twenty four days to go for till the first day official of San Diego Comic Con two thousand and fifteen. Um, we ha- are proudly supported by Dark Bunny Tees, um, who provide us with some fantastic prizes. Um, to give away throughout the course of the Hangout. Now, I'd like to apologise for last week. We didn't actually give out or put out any audio version of the Hangout because there were a whole number of technical issues with the Hangout and the audio was pretty much unusable. For that, we'd like to apologise. However, um, we have asked and we tweeted throughout the course of the week that if you just contacted us using uh, the hashtag um, DartBunnyTees giveaway, you could win uh, one of the prizes or the promo codes that we're giving away. Uh, last week, our uh, live winner was Carlo Dwyer. Congratulations. However, it's time to give away a promo code. This is for the value of um, clothing and apparel that is on darkbunnytees.com. Do check it out. Uh, basically, it's about to the value of a T-shirt. So you've got a choice of pretty much everything that is on the uh, the range at the moment on on the website. Uh, the question that we asked was, uh, what co- model car does Max Rotansky drive in the film Mad Max, in the original Mad Max, and it is a Ford Falcon XB sedan. Like I say, Carlo uh, was indeed our winner, but all we wanted was the people who to use the, uh, the hashtag uh, Dark Bunny Tees giveaway and uh, the entrance from last week, and we have chosen ourselves uh, a winner. So congratulations to Cracksback, which is Mel S., on the Twitter. Um, when I uh, move over and sort of like go quiet, I will be getting in contact with Mel and passing on a promo code. Congratulations, well done. However, the T-shirt we're giving away this week is the Blade T-shirt. They've just done um, a reissue of a brilliant um, 
tea they've done in black and red. Um, and we, you can have uh, your choice of either of those colours of the Blade T-shirt, which is just stunning, from the darkbunnytees.com website. All you have to do, there's absolutely no question, you just have to tweet me, Dark Bunny Tees Giveaway. Throughout the course of this Hangout, we are going to give away a T-shirt by the end. We'll randomly pick it from everyone who tweets, and it starts from right now. If you tweet Dark Bunny Tees, D-A-R-K-B-U-N-N-Y-T-E-E-S, giveaway, or one word. Tweet that. It doesn't matter if you tweet it to me, tweet it to any of the guests. Just tweet that hashtag, and you'll go in the draw to win yourself um, a Blade T-shirt from Dark Bunny Tees. Uh, thank you very much indeed to the boys from uh, Darbanites for providing that with the first. Right. Um, so like I say, it's, I'm going to be dip, uh, ducking away uh, and I'm going to be leaving you in the company of our three fantastic guests. I start and introduce with uh, my regular uh, co-host, Alyssa, from Friends of CCI.com Forum. Hello, Melissa. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. It's been a, a very interesting and and good week, actually, with all of the news that's been, been <laughs> out there, fun. which we will get into. Oh, wow. It has. It's just been a very, very busy week. It's been incredible. Um, okay. Uh, we also have ourselves uh, Mark Serby. Hello, Mark. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Leonard. Obviously, uh, doing slightly better than yourself, it seems. So, uh <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm good. It's been a very, very busy week. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, sending out a few videos. Uh, I've been doing some interviews, so keep an eye out. There's some very interesting ones coming up from myself. Brilliant. Um, and, of course, last but not least, someone who we haven't had on the Hangout for some time is Violet Kruger from Gender Bias Reviews. Hello, uh, Violet. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Well, uh, I guess. well, not brilliant. <laughs> I will admit, I'm not fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to kind of leave you guys to it. However, just to remind everyone, uh, the Q&A is up and running on the uh, Google Plus Hangout. You can either tweet me or tweet using the hashtag CupOTSDCC. You can ask any questions you like, and we will jump in, and we will try and discuss it on the Hangout over the course of the next hour. Okay? Those are the rules. Let us know what uh, you want to talk about. I'm certain... <laughs> that uh, a certain film will be uh, under discussion very shortly indeed. But I think I shall pass over to Alyssa uh, to kick things off. What are we going to be talking about this afternoon, Alyssa? I have everything from business to exclusives, uh, panels, uh, and some interesting upcoming TV shows that are happening. Um, do you want to start with TV shows or jump right into and leave panels for later? <laughs> Mark, does that sound good to you? Yeah, let's do that. Let's go for it, Alyssa. Okay. Um, two things. A couple of shows that have premiered this week has been um, Dark Manor on the sci-fi show, which I caught the first one of and seems pretty interesting. Uh, there's also been a Netflix show called Sense8. Um, that's done by JMS, and he's... It's, he he did Babylon 5, and he's written a number of comics. So he's he's a slow burn kind of guy, so it's going to take a while to get into that. I don't think the um, um, I don't think you can get it over in the UK because it's on Netflix. Is that correct? Uh, I think it is over here. I've, I've definitely seen some people talking about it. Um, so whether yeah. you know it's made its way to Netflix, I'm not too sure. It's certainly something I'll have to look into, absolutely. It, am I right in thinking this is something to do with the Wachowskis as well? Yes, it is the Wachowski siblings. 
are they just producing it? Do we know, or are they writing it? Uh, what's the situation with them on this one? I'm not sure. <laughs> I think they're directing. I think they're directing it, and JMS is writing it. So I've it, just looked it, it up. It seems interesting. I've just looked it up. Yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're directing, Alyssa. Yes, they're directing. So yeah. um, yes, let's hope it's better than Jupiter it's Ascending. A- <laughs> and I mean, it, it's interesting. It's something to keep keep yourself, you know, occupied with and distracted by because of all of the con news that are coming out. I, I tell you, on at least on my forum, it's kind of it's I, I've dubbed it the crazy season. Um, what with everything that's going on. Another show that I just caught the pre I caught the first twenty minutes of in a premiere and I know you don't get it in the in um, the UK is Mr. Robot. They're doing they've released the uh, pilot episode on YouTube and I happen to like dark tech uh, political kind of shows and uh, this one seems like it's going to deliver. It's definitely for adults, not not a kids show though. But the big news, I guess, has been this the Jurassic Park movie, which I have not seen. Have any of you seen it? Yes, saw it last night. Oh. <laughs> what did you think, Violet? Oh, I I loved it. <laughs> it was so fun. It was just a lot of callbacks to the original. It, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> mhm. Have you gotten a chance to see it, Mark? Uh, yeah, I saw it in the week. I, obviously, you were saying, you know, that uh, it's done huge numbers. It looks like if projection figures are going to go through, that it's actually going to beat the Avengers to being the the biggest uh, selling film nice. of all time. It's pretty close already, so it looks like it's going to go that way. Now, here's I'm, I'm going to be in a minority here. A very small minority. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I, I know there's going to be lots of, you know, shock people, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of angry tweets and stuff like that. But, yeah, I didn't like it. I The first opening bit, which if you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it, but the first opening bit reminds you of the original film and why you love it so much and why it's been mm-hmm. such an iconic piece of work as well. And that I just love that. That was the bit where I thought, fantastic, we are back. And then all of a sudden the film starts, for me, the film dives off a cliff and we're down into these pretty basic characters. You know, Chris Pratt, I like him in this. He's not funny in it. He's very serious. It's nice to see that. But he is just, you know, action hero guy. And Bryce Dallas Howard is neurotic girl. I mean, you know, they're very basic characters. But the thing is, we're not really there for the characters. That's understandable. You know, we're there for the dinosaurs. But at the same time, if you've seen the trailers, you've seen the dinosaurs. This is part of the problem. And then on top of that, obviously, if you've seen the trailer, you'll notice that it's kind of like this this genetic mutation hybrid dinosaur that they built. Well, for me, that's not a dinosaur. That's Godzilla. They built Godzilla. So I was really disappointed to see they've made a monster movie. And I think that's what annoyed me about it. And it continued to annoy me. Look, this, don't get me wrong. The... The dinosaur on dinosaur fight scenes are great and they are really, really impressive. But the whole film I was so disappointed in. I came away feeling I, I, it wasn't sure if I was angry at the film or angry at myself for just not enjoying it. But after, you know, sitting there and thinking, I'm just disappointed with it. It's sorry, not, not sorry. enough depth. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I haven't seen it yet. 
yeah. It's a good question, Alyssa. This is the thing. Is there enough depth in it? I think there's enough in there, you know, it's certainly, as Violet said, it harks back to the originals quite a lot, But and I think that was another part of my problem, is that it did it too much for me, you know, you want it to stand on its own legs, but this one for me, mm-hmm. just giving all of these nods to the original, which, hey, it's not a problem, but it's too much for me, too much, it, it, there's some point where you've got to go, stop, let's do our own thing, but... You know, it's doing right. cracking numbers, so expect uh, another, you know, expect part five to be announced in the next three weeks, I imagine. <laughs> well, I, I will say non-movie-going friends of mine have said, I want to go see that movie, yeah. which they didn't say about Avengers or, you know, the, the Marvel movies. Yeah. So it's it, it's pulling in a lot of people that way. Yeah. A lot of... Um, yeah, it's on car, um, reading off of the, uh, the Q&A and Carlo is saying biggest bo- box, biggest box office Friday evening. Um, and I guess that's ever. And let's see. And a lot of people are commenting about wanting to see Leonard in, uh, wrapped up in a, <laughs> in a towel. <laughs> With stuff in his mouth. <laughs> So, um, did you have anything to add to that, Violet? Um, no, we'll, my husband and I will be doing our written-up reviews uh, pretty soon, so expect those on the website uh, within the next couple of days. <laughs> when do you usually put them up? Um, Two days? Usually, usually it would be by today, but today is a really busy day for us, so I'm not sure if they'll be up tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Violet, just yeah, going back I, I have to... to- Oh, sorry, Alyssa, carry on. No, 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 you go first. Uh, Violet, I was going to ask you, because obviously you've seen it and you briefly said there you loved it. I mean, have you, a lot of your friends been to see it and had the same reaction as well? Yes, well, everybody seems to have loved it. So. <laughs> right, just me then, just me. Yeah. Good, good. good. <laughs> well, it, it may not be you. It, I mean, I can certainly understand where you're coming from, Mark, when you're saying that if, if you do a sequel, it needs to have something different a different take on it and if it harkens back to the the first movie or the first two movies it becomes derivative and yeah it's, you know it's, it's difficult and, that's the thing it's very difficult for mm-hmm. them to to break away from such a, a great format that's the thing and when they yeah. did it finally with part three everybody hated it and it it, so it didn't kill the franchise but it certainly you know it put the brakes on them for obviously you know a long long time I, I did not hate part three. I actually kind of liked part three. But <laughs> I know I'm the odd one. <laughs> oh, there, and there is Leonard. <laughs> there was doing the switches for us. Thank you. Just call up when when you get a chance, Leonard. Just call up the Q and A questions that you want me to, to to speak on the air, and I'll 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 shout them out so we can comment on them. <laughs> So that kind of naturally, Jurassic Park kind of naturally <laughs> goes away again. <laughs> leads into the um, the big announcement uh, and starting to get into the the panels and what's going to happen with Hall H. Um, I, I know that we've had the announcement for that primarily a Doctor Who is going to be on Thursday, and that seems all pretty sorted and set. <laughs> 
<laughs> with that. Um, then there was the announcement of Friday, which <laughs> as I, I can't, I wonder what else is going to be in the hall on Friday. Has anybody heard any other guesses <laughs> about how, how they're going to, how, what can possibly lead into the Star Wars panel and what could possibly go after the Star Wars panel? Because everybody's going there just for that. Um, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I, you know, well, if because obviously Star Wars is Disney, part of me thinks, is the panel before Star Wars going to be Pixar? Or, you know, or something like that, or the, or Disney oh. animation. So you could have something, um, I know Inside Out will obviously already be out in the US, but you've got the mm-hmm. dinosaur film as well, and I, I believe they've got, um, there's another one, I can't remember the name of it now, but, uh, I believe it harks back to like the Norse gods and things like that, I believe that's coming out in a couple of years. So part of me thinks, have Disney decided, you know what, as a lead-in, we're gonna put our own stuff there, and then obviously you'll have Star Wars straight mm-hmm. after. Um, it could be completely wrong, but at the same time, you kind of think that it would be a nice fit, and it would certainly give a you know a bit more of a, a power boost to Disney's other stuff as well. That would make that makes a lot of sense that they would they would effectively say to CCI, this is what we'll bring Star Wars, but this is what we want in return. We want all of our lesser-known franchises to get uh, uh, before the eyeballs of those 6,000 people, so it gets some some chatter going. That makes complete sense to me. But then on top of that, you know, um, Alyssa, you could have some another studio being <laughs> very cheeky and actually decided, you know what, we're going to get that hour before... Star Wars, and we're going to show some of the films that maybe people aren't particularly interested in seeing, you know, or have just got that mm. sort of on that thing. So, I mean, for example, National Lampoon's Vacation, this remake, uh, reboot, whatever it is. Hey, it looks right. it looks fun. You know, this is the thing. It looks fun, but at the same time, it's going to need a real big push to get these numbers. It really is. And that's the type of film that you kind of expect might just turn up before it. And people will sit there and think, well, I never knew anything about it. And now I've had to sit through the panel because we all have to sit through panels. All of a sudden they think, hmm, I wouldn't mind seeing this film now. I'm kind of interested in it. I, I, you know, last year we sat through uh, a panel about Horns, the Daniel Radcliffe film, and about Everly, which... Uh, has um, oh the young lady in it I can't remember her name now oh Salma Hayek you know and you kind of have to sit through these panels but both of them even right. though I've kind of been vaguely aware of both films I watched them and thought I want to see both of these films now they they sort of pique your interest a bit more because you're sort of you're a captive audience so you know don't be surprised if uh, Chevy Chase and the crew turn up and and he does I mean yeah. Uh, that, that's, that makes complete sense, especially with as much as uh, Will Ferrell likes to come and, and do it. And, and uh, you know, well, it's been it, – there's been a history of showing these kind of funny, funny movies to the, uh, to the audience and getting buzz going with yeah. it. It's worked. So I wouldn't – I could certainly understand why the, the studios would do it again and, and try it with a different franchise. It makes complete sense to me. Do you know what? It just reminded me, last year in in the Hilton, uh, we sat through the panel for Goosebumps, 
and they only had some raw footage to show us. Uh, you know, there was no CGI involved at all. It was just basically Jack Black running down the streets and stuff like that and whatever else. Mm-hmm. So they were still making this film, but they still brought something. Now the film is finished, and obviously it's got this huge, huge audience for it. Part of me mm-hmm. thinks that's going to be in Hall H because, you know, mm-hmm. it has that huge audience. And also Jack Black is a natural performer. You could easily put him in Hall H and him go crazy with it. <laughs> and you have to have a good personality to be in Hall H and fill that room up. Yeah. If you if you can't, if you can't, have stage presence and and fill the room you know downey is the 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 penultimate example of that then then it's you know you can't be a wallflower and do that so somebody said to me with regards to the star wars panel uh, a good friend said i've been i went to star wars celebration i've seen it i don't need to see it again (laughs) so I'm, I'm kind of wondering, do you think that they're going to have the same exact, or the same show effectively that they showed in Celebration and that was broadcast everywhere? Or do you think they're going to do something different? Or does anybody have any ideas on, on what we're actually going to be privy to? Um, yeah, in all honesty, this is San Diego Comic Con. They are not bringing the same thing. No, no way are they going to bring it. No way. I, can you imagine? Everybody queues up, you know, they spend oh, yeah. the night on, on the sidewalk in some yeah. rickety chair or lay down and they turn up and they go, well, we saw this at Celebration. No, no. This is, you know, I've spent 12 hours see the same thing i can't imagine they will i really can't imagine yeah. they will i think they will turn up and it will be an extended scene and a new trailer that's my thought mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know listen i, I don't know no. anymore but <laughs> no, no, no 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 nobody knows we're all just guessing here um so but the whole the whole cast showed up for celebration right yeah, I mean, even Harrison Ford showed up for it, so they can't have. There, there's no additional cast members. Violet, I don't think he was there. They kept saying he couldn't come. Oh, Harrison Ford did plane crash. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, I'm sorry, I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> the big thing could be that Harrison Ford shows up for this one. Right. You know, in he's, in addition to to an He's been kind of recently. He was there for Ender's Game, but he was kind of grumpy and didn't seem to want to be there. <laughs> that, I, I'm sorry, but that's Harrison Ford. That is Harrison Ford. There, there is no good day for Harrison Ford. If you see him smile in an interview, that's possibly the day to write down that note to say you saw Harrison Ford smile. He does not smile. He just constantly looks like he's having a bad time. You know, this is the thing. So you're right. He may well turn up, but he will still be grumpy. But, hey, that's Harrison Ford, you know. So, But, yeah, if he turns up, Um, brilliant. Let's see. I'm... Yeah, do you, when do you, and this is from the uh, Q&A, when do we think that the Star Wars panel will take place, morning or late afternoon? And I was kind of thinking myself that it would be an, um, you know, a two, two or three o'clock thing would be my guess. That seems to be the prime time for the big panels. 
Yeah, I don't think you're going to go further than two or three o'clock. I, I yeah. think that uh, CCI know what yeah. they're doing to uh, program these big panels. Just you know, just on that time where people are starting to flag, but at the same time, hold on a set, hold, you know, hold on to your hats. Here we go. Here's all the Avengers. Here's all the Star Wars people. <laughs> you know, it's a shot of adrenaline just as you're slowly passing out. But yeah, I would say two, three o'clock. I think you're right, Alyssa. Absolutely. Okay. Is there any chance yeah. that it could I... be uh, first thing in the morning because Traditionally, Game of Thrones and Walking Dead have been on Friday. So, um, I don't know, maybe that would allow for some turnover. After everyone leaves for Star Wars and people can come in for Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. Otherwise, Ooh. that line's going to be really massive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Violet, why have you said this? Because we all just collectively why? went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! There's another theory now. Oh dear! Ooh. Yeah. Uh, you did, could be right, Violet. Didn't we wrong. see? Yeah. Didn't we see something about the um, the Walking Dead, or maybe that was just somebody posting on the forum that um, they were thinking that the Walking Dead was going to be shifted to a different day. Um, and I mean, and that all ties into when, like, when is the strain going to be happening? Because there was some reports that it was going to be happening on Sunday, and now I've heard Saturday. No, it's confirmed um, on Sunday. The strain is confirmed. It's on Sunday. confirmed. It is confirmed on Sunday. So, what else is confirmed on Sunday? We have pretty Doing much it, can we... schedule almost on Sunday in Hall H. Um, it's okay. Vampire Diaries from 10 to 11. Supernatural, 11.15 to 12.15, American Horror Story and Scream Queens, 12.30 to 1.30. And then there's an one hour that we don't know, 1.45 to 2.45. But then to end the day is 3 to 4.30, which is Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll, The Strain, and a sneak peek of The Bastard Executioner. Okay, so that's that FX panel is happening then. Okay, right. so that would leave... I mean, assuming they don't put it on the same day as Doctor Who, the um, the Walking Dead and Game of Thrones, then that that leaves either the Star Wars day or um, Saturday, and it would make sense to put it on Saturday. Talking off the top of my head there. I mean, it would certainly for uh, for most of us when we're planning these things. But you know, CCI <laughs> a craft day. We, we know this. We know that you know we we found this out recently. They're craft day. They play everybody against everybody. So hey, look, just be prepared to be disappointed. This is the thing. Whether you don't get in the room or when the schedules come out and everything's clashing, just just be prepared. You know, I mean, it's it, it really is real life Game of Thrones to a certain degree, isn't it? <laughs> so what other panels are do we are confirmed for Saturday? Hmm. Do we know that, Violet? I think all we know for Hall H and Saturday is that uh, the DC uh, night panel hmm. with uh, Arrow, The Flash, hmm. and Gotham, and uh, Supergirl. Yeah, there's not been much about uh-huh. uh, Saturday. I, I think that uh, most of the panels that have sort of slipped out have been Thursday, Friday, and then obviously Sunday as well. Uh-huh. Saturday's very, uh-huh. very quiet. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting uh-huh. to see what's going to happen with it all. That seems, I mean, it, it seems so hard to put any, if they were to put Game of Thrones uh, Walking Dead and Star Wars all on Friday in Hall H. 
I can't see CCI doing that. I just, it's putting it all, it's putting it, there's no conflict there. There's nothing that can compete against that. So you can't pull your audience in two spots, which is what CCI likes to do. Yeah. So, I, so it's got to be Saturday in Hall H. I'll put a whole dollar on it. That's my biggest <laughs> bet ever. <laughs> Yeah, this is the non-panel person here. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been TV besides the nighttime programming, TV and Hall H on Saturday. It's always been moving. That's a good point. Mm. Yeah. But they couldn't put it in Ballroom 20. No, Ballroom you know? 20, we, put Maybe in, we know a lot of the schedule on Ballroom 20 for Friday. Um, but there, there is this one, a one hour and 15 minute uh, empty spot that we don't know yet, and I'm thinking that Heroes Reborn, might, there might be the pilot screening um, and Q and A, mm -hmm. because when there was the uh, uh, Agents of Shield screening, they had an hour and 15 minute yeah. time slot also, hmm. so they had time to show the pilot and have extra time for Q and A. So that might be mm -hmm. a distraction for people to go to that. What what are the highlights for Ballroom 20 on Friday and Saturday? Uh, let's see. Friday, um, 10 to 11 is the Big Bang Theory writers. And then, um, let's see. There's a gap from 11.15 to 12.15. We don't know yet. Uh, 12.30 to 1.30 is the 100. 1.45 to 2.45 is Minority Report. And then the 3, 3 to 4.15 is that blank spot I was talking about. Uh, 430 to 530 is the originals, and 545 to 645 is iZombie. And that's that's all on Friday. Because of Friday, yeah. Yeah. What's what do they have on Saturday? Do you know? Do we know? Uh, we know a few things on Saturday. Uh, the Simpsons is 12 to 12:45, and uh, 145 to 245 is Seth MacFarlane animation block. Uh, Family Guy, American Dad, and Border Town, and four to four forty-five is Outlander. Hmm. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see what's after Outlander because, from from vague recollection of last year, it was True Blood around that time, um, and obviously now that's finished, it's always sort of been the HBO slot. So it'll be interesting to see what HBO brings this year if they bring anything. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I'm still sticking to my story that they're going to break the mold and do do uh, TV in Hall H on Saturday. <laughs> Just because somebody needs to say something outrageously silly and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> make these these predictions. Can you believe what she said? <laughs> on the thing. So any other thought? Let me go through the Q and A and see if there's any other thoughts about what uh, about the Star Wars. Um, uh, there will also be the Sony WB movies in Hall H, says Dan Barry. <clears throat> I'm assuming that that would be the, the Sunday, uh, Saturday, sorry, um, that there would be a Saturday panel for WB, probably. Possibly. I mean, it would make sense because obviously they've got the slots yeah. in the late evening, so it would make sense for them to get a double slot. But last year there was a there was a break between the panels um, finishing Saturday afternoon before going into the yeah. uh, WBTV. You know, there was about an hour and a half break. So whether uh -huh. there's going to be that break again, I don't know. 
<laughs> Let's see. Kitty, oh, Mark, it seems like Kitty Gun, uh, Miss Kitty, agrees with you. Uh, Jurassic World. Well, let's just say I'm glad there was Chris Pratt. <laughs> so you are not alone in your assessment. Thank, thank you very Jurassic much. World. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's very kind to hear somebody else say it. Um, let's see. Um, apparently, I think, and I think this is referring to Mr. Robot, um, Apparent that I was talking about earlier that TV show on uh, FX. That's I think it's on FX USA. Sorry, is airing on the 24th in the US. It is on the UK FX, uh, UK Netflix. Oh. So okay. who knew? <laughs> um, we're starting to talk about exclusives. Uh, that's a lot of people are talking about exclusives. Oh, what did you think about the John? Just to harken back to TV for a moment, um, the Jonathan Strange and Mr. Moral, Norrell show. Have you you've seen that? I haven't even seen that yet. I haven't started watching it yet. I'm afraid to say. Um, I've, I, <laughs> so we're all. <laughs> I, I know we're all sort of in the same thing. However, a lot of uh, a lot of my friends who watch it actually really really enjoy it. Um, and I, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but a couple of points that they've said to me about in the show have been very very interesting. That makes me want to think. Do you know what? I'm going to start watching it in a minute. And then all of a sudden, I think, oh, hang on, I've really got to finish off watching this show in case it turns up at Comic Con first. So. Yes, okay. uh, from everything I've heard, great, and I imagine it probably will be. You know, it's got Eddie Marsden in it, who I think mm-hmm. is a fantastic British uh-huh. actor. You know, he's great in everything, so he's got, you know, it's got to be great. Eddie Marsden's in it. Um, Carlo, that makes sense, and I, I've got to start watching it, too. I don't know why I didn't. Um, I just got distracted. Like you, I'm, I'm busy prepping for, for San Diego, and I want to watch shows that I think may have a shot at the panel. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Carlo, I, night, so you're not too late, Alyssa. Oh, <laughs> I know I saw it on my TV. I was like, ah. Um, uh, Carlo says, Celebration had Star Wars um, first thing in the morning, so it might not be in the early afternoon like we had thought earlier. Um, and he also goes on to say, uh, remember the studios also have a say when they can have a panel and even what in what room, um, which makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think most of our audience will remember that. Can I jump um, in on that one? Hello. <laughs> remember, remember me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to jump in on that one. Um, the one thing that Lucasfilm did do was announce that all of their stuff for Star Wars uh, was all in one day. It was on the Friday, and it's throughout the course of the convention. So I'm going to suggest that, uh, very much like Star Wars Celebration, it's first thing in the uh, in the morning, because then you're not going to be pulling all of that uh, audience purely for Hall H, or fo- put the focus kind of sitting through a number of panels which a little bit like when they had the Firefly 10th anniversary when we had to sit through Community and we had to sit through uh, Legend of Korra and I really felt for those two audiences because everyone was in the room for the Firefly panel 
Um, I can imagine very much like Star Wars, they'll do it very early in the morning or they'll do it the first thing in the morning so then people can leave completely jazzed and then head to the games um, Star Wars rooms and the celebration of ILM and the uh, Disney Infinity with the new Star Wars characters that are featured. So that's my... That makes a lot of sense, Leonard. And that would also open up, as I think Violet said earlier, would open up Hall H uh, for Walking Dead and the, the Game of Thrones. Yeah. So we might have two huge queues. <laughs> Star so, Wars and Game of Thrones. Well, I mean, some people who um, who have been in that queue overnight might be the Walking Dead already. So, you know, that's the thing. If you've been there 12 hours waiting to see the Walking Dead, you might be on the panel yourself. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Leonard. That actually makes an awful lot of sense for 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 saving me from sillinesses and silly predictions. I appreciate that. Do you know what, actually, Greatly. just just saying what Leonard was mentioning there, the ILM panel has really got me interested. I'm, I'd, I'd be very interested to go to that, to hear them talk about, obviously, all the work that goes into it and what they do as well. Because, obviously, they do more than just Star Wars, but I think uh-huh. most people know them for that. I, I just don't think that they've been, um, they've been very forthright in what they've done over the years. So people have kind of known, but maybe not as well. So I think going to a panel to actually uh-huh. see it, and actually ask questions as well. I'd be really interested. You know? That's the type of place that they will let slip secrets as well, I bet. I, I second that. And if it happens to fall on my bracket of about 11.30 to 2 o'clock when I need a lunch break, I'll be there. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense. I, I mean, I love the tech stuff anyway. So that... Um, um, so are there panels that haven't been announced yet that we're all kind of looking forward to? I mean, I know I'm looking forward um, to a panel. I, I, I'd love to see, uh, you know, the wacky the wacky little panels, like uh, whether or not there's going to be a NASA panel or when is um, uh, what is, some other panels that we're, we're anticipating being there but that haven't come up yet. Any for you, Violet? Um, well, I would like to know when Fear of the Walking Dead would be. Mm. <laughs> I, w- I would guess they would yeah. couple it with the Walking Dead. But. What, that makes sense. That makes sense um, that it would happen. Um, I was, I was, I was kind of looking forward to uh, a, new, a new show called Blind Spot. And uh, that that this panel has actually been announced, but I, that I was thinking I was going to try and catch the pilot for. Any other wacky panels for you, Mark? Do you know what? I was just making a list. <laughs> well, I'll, 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 jump, I'll jump in with one. Yeah, yeah, let, yeah. let Leonard go. <laughs> um, I would really like to see a panel for The Martian. Um, I think that would be... Um, something that they'll really want to get a lot of uh, attention for um, purely because um, while it is a cult book, um, it is a pretty um, hard sell in terms of, well, in very much like Gravity, they had to kind of uh, really put it out there as a very large spectacle. It's coming out as an IMAX 3D film, so I think they could probably roll out what is an astonishing cast. Yeah. Uh, Matt Damon, uh, Christine Chastain, 
it's a hell of a, a lineup, and um, I'm very curious to see what they, they yeah, hopefully they'll do something for the Martian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got a, a short okay, list. Mark, I've, na- I've narrowed it down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would love, love, love to see a panel on Crimson Peak, the new Guillermo del Toro film. I'm really excited for this film. So, I, And we know that Del Toro loves going to Comic-Con. He'd probably be there for The Strain, so I'm fingers crossed he's going to be there for Crimson Peak. Love to see that. I would love to see another panel for Workaholics. By chance, we stumbled upon their panel two years ago. Had never seen the show. We don't get it here in the... Well, we never got it here in the UK. Had no idea what to expect. It was like being at somebody's house party with about 3,000 other people. And since then, we've fallen in love with the show. It's brilliant. Um, So I'm sort of hoping that they're back this year. That would be fantastic. The HBO thing that we were talking about, obviously they they might bring something, would be fantastic if they brought True Detective. I know it's not Comic-Con orientated, but you don't know. This is the thing, you know. It's one of those things. And one other panel I would love to see, which is a panel on the comics uh, Fables, which is the Bill Willingham one, which finishes this year. It finishes in August. So I would love to see them, you know, all of the writers and uh, all of the artists and everybody just come and do a panel. I think it would be fantastic because that that comic book series has been one of the few that I've actually started and finished and just been enthralled by all the way through. So I would love to see them come and do something. And now that it's being hopefully developed into a TV series as well, uh, sorry, a film, that you know, maybe now is the time for them to turn up. So fingers crossed that they do. <laughs> okay. I, I just figured out that I'm supposed to be looking at my tweets <laughs> from Leonard. <laughs> as he laughs at me. <laughs> Spider. Spidey. <laughs> Spider. While you scroll through my previous messages then, um, I'll also jump in. You're talking about... Um, oh you're talking about um, wacky panels that um, could just show up somewhere in the uh, lineup. One that I'm absolutely hoping that there's going to be is going to be the Milk Fed Criminal Masterminds, which is Matt Fraction and uh, Kelly Sue DuConnick's um, arrangement with uh, Universal Television. I'm finding it a fascinating arrangement, if anything, because they're going to a lot of their friends' um, creations from Image, from a number of... Um, self-titled and self-published books as well, putting them as um, forward for television productions. So uh, Sex Criminals has already been announced, which is Matt Fraction's uh, creation. And there's also been announced for The Wicked and the Divine, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, That could be really cool. But uh, Milk Fed Criminal Masterminds is the um, group that uh, uh, Fraction and DeConnick have put together to develop these television shows and I'm hoping to see a, t- a panel somewhere for that. Mm-hmm. And a Netflix panel. Absolutely. Yeah. No, oh. that, that makes an awful lot of sense. And, and that sounds really interesting. I would love to see those. You know, any information on that, that sort of stuff come out. Because we, we've started to get some of the big stuff, but we haven't gotten any of that, the little, the little, the little interesting hmm you know, niche stuff that's really going to influence what we watch over the next course of the next year yet, which is why I love San Diego so much. 
Mm. So but that's that's really cool. I do know that um, uh, the creators of the Wicked Divine are going to be in town. Um, mm-hmm. Assuming that they're going to be part of a panel which uh, Deconic and Fraction will put together. But then, of course, they're also in town because they are being put forward for a slew of uh, Eisner Awards uh, on the Friday. So mm-hmm. here's hoping, fingers crossed for, for those two. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you had also mentioned Ender's Game, Cowboys and Aliens. Uh, now that was, oh. yeah, that, that oh, was. That was that, in relationship to the yeah. other thing. Okay, sorry. Uh, I was sorry. Yeah, I was <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. I can ignore all the tweets then. Yeah, it was okay. for yeah. House, Harrison Ford has been along for Ender's Game, and he was there for Cowboys and Aliens. It was yeah. the first time he showed up in 2010. He says yes. Okay. So let me scroll through and see um, if there's anything more about panels. Um, bloggers, uh, the Wrath of Khan bloggers panel, of course, will be a highlight, which may or may not be on Thursday. Oh, no, did I just say that? Oh, uh, uh, Alyssa, <laughs> Alyssa, could you, uh, by, by chance, could you tell us who is on that panel, please? Because I don't have that list in front of me. Could you tell us who is on the panel, please, Alyssa? <laughs> As Leonard hides himself. Oh, no. Uh, Leonard, uh, myself, and um, the nerdy girly. And yeah, I'm, of course I'm, 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 I'm proud. I'm, I know I'm hiding, but that's purely because every time I hear the words, you're yeah. going to be on a panel, it just, yeah. that's my brain just. just <laughs> yeah, exploding. Just slightly. I'm yeah. going to. Yeah, the thing, the thing will get signed. The the card will get uh, the, the nameplate will go right here when it when it comes. That's absolutely that's a done deal. <laughs> um, Jonathan Morrell, I think I think we've pretty much gone through all of the panel related questions. Um, Can I just with, say uh, one one panel that yeah. I has been announced that I'm really looking forward to is Ash versus the Evil Dead. When I was growing up, The Evil Dead was the one film that I managed to see being very underage, and it scared me. And Bruce Campbell has been like a surrogate father to me for years. So seeing him in the flesh is just going to make my weekend. (laughs) So feel free panelists and or audience members to come up with, if anything else uh, pops up for a panel, let us know. Uh, we will, I'll absolutely do another reading of it. Um, let's turn to some business uh, um, for Comic-Con. If I can, oh, before you do that, uh, very quickly, just to uh, jump in, just to remind you that um, throughout the course of this uh, Hangout, we are giving away a Dark Bunny Tees um, T-shirt. If you missed it at the beginning, um, just to let you know, you still have a little bit of time to get your tweets in. Basically, just for taking part, just for watching, all you have to do is tweet Dark Bunny Tees Giveaway. That's D-A-R-K-B-U-N-N-Y-T-W-E-S Giveaway. Dark Bunny Tees Giveaway. Um, just tweet that. It doesn't even have to be at any of the guests or even at myself. Just use that hashtag. Just tweet it. And uh, we'll keep uh, an eye on who's um, tweeting that. And you could be randomly drawn, drawn to win a Blade T-shirt, which is um, the Blood Pack. It could be in red or black, your choice. It's absolutely stunning. And, um, yeah, that's up for grabs. And we'll be giving that away before the end of the Hangout. So please do get your uh, tweets in. Thank you. And I changed my mind, and let's do exclusives now. Um, do, 
Yeah, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, well, we'll wrap up with con business. I, I don't have um, a lot to talk about with exclusives um, because I'm not a big exclusive fan, and I'm guessing you two don't do much with them either. But I did want to, yeah, I would just want to cover the highlights that a Lego set was announced. Um, one of one of the Lego sets, which are historically impossible to get. Um, Hasbro has announced their uh, a Creo set, uh, Cybertron, with with all of the minifigs similar to the set that they did last year, and the Black Stormtrooper. Um, I think for twenty five dollars, twenty twenty nine dollars has been has really captured a lot of people. That's that's the one go to item. Have you guys seen anything about that one? Are you picking it up? Mm, not really. No. <laughs> Mark? Do you know, I'm not a big, uh, well, I haven't got any Star Wars figures since, obviously, I was a young child and threw them all away, but that yeah. Stormtrooper is kind of cool. I quite like it. You know, it's it's kind of funky. It comes in a cool box as well and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's sort of, it has grabbed me a little bit, I've got to say, but... Um, the, the couple of other bits that have grabbed me is the um, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler little minifigures. I think they're great, <laughs> and they come with, obviously, the desk as well, and also the two Penny Dreadful figures as well. I'm a huge fan of the show, so I, I do feel like I'm going to have to pick those two up as well. The, those two are, are at Entertainment Earth, and I think the, the hurdle for the Star Wars figure is going to be just that um, it's probably going to be limited to one per, and you got to do the tickets. Uh, so it's it's gonna that one's gonna be a hard one to get a hold of, but the price point is really sweet yeah. at twenty five dollars to pick up you know a decent exclusive. I will say, and a number of people have said that the Hasbro exclusives do tend to go on sale on the Hasbro site um, about a week after the con, and that may be the place to pick it up. Hmm. If you can afford the international shipping, <laughs> although I have been known to to hold stuff for people in the UK. Oh, oh right, okay. <laughs> so maybe will, we can get a big box together. I will jump in with that very quickly uh, in terms of something that uh, a source within CCI has uh, told us regarding exclusives. Uh, people have been talking about um, how exclusives are um, not technically. Comic-Con exclusives that they are sold um, on sites um, directly after the con or whenever. Um, we have been told by a source that um, do check the uh, badge uh, that is actually on the exclusive and no doubt, of course, hopefully in the next week or so, we'll be getting the exclusives list from Comic-Con because there are two separate uh, styles of badges. There is an mm -hmm. actual dedicated exclusive badge which um, that item can only be sold at Comic-Con. And then there is a second, which is items that are sold beyond, but are offered at Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. So there are two different types. Do uh, pay mm -hmm. attention to those. Uh, something I was going to jump in um, in terms of Funko, uh, because uh, tell me about it. Um, we're talking, we've had three already of a 12-wave uh, run of these things. Um, if, if you've been paying attention to the three that have already gone out, um, jump in on the Q&A and let us know, is there any of the Funkos so far that you've seen that actually attracts your attention? Because it does seem to be an awful lot of figures this year that just seem to be just, I mean, like I say, we've got another um, well, another um, nine of these announcements uh, all the way throughout the course of this month, three times a week. So every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and there's going to be six or seven figures 
Is there any of them that have actually caught your attention so far? Jumping on the Q&A. Uh, with regards to Funko, yeah, they were on my list of, of uh, <laughs> people to hit up or to, to talk to about. Um, it seems as though I've heard uh, a couple of people saying that there's been some management changes at Funko. And I've also seen some reports that the lines will be handled differently this year. I don't know if that's if that's a real or if that's just people wishful thinking and playing telephone tag or telephone game with it. Um, but there may be, at least that's that's the feeling that I've been getting. Um, the fact that there's no pre-orders, like I think last year you were able to order all of the um, exclusives for, what was it, $1,000? And you got all of them. Um, so that's that to my <laughs> I'm just laughing at Leonard with his teacup. <laughs> Absolutely. There you go. Product placement. Totally. Yeah. If, if you can't do it, nobody can. <laughs> um, so the fact that there's no pre-orders uh, has been interesting. One one last thing about Funko. The um, Funko Fun Days sold out within an hour and a half. And um, I, everybody said to me, it won't sell out for a week. Well, maybe three or four days. And everybody, and I said, no, I'm just gonna get, I'm gonna buy tickets for the people that I know want to come because I, they weren't able to get online. So I just went ahead and bought them. And I am so glad that I did because there seems like there's a lot of really unhappy, diehard Funko people out there that. Um, are looking for for tickets to fun for fun day, so that's the uh, the uh, con selling out syndrome has hit Funko too. Um, Brand, I did uh, an exclusive um, a one a, a member on the forum um, going back to what Leonard was saying had mentioned that there seems to be a trend towards um, con. Convention exclusives as opposed to San Diego, a San Diego exclusive. So it look, look to seeing a, a lot more things that are marketed for the whole summer. And it's a summer special as opposed to just, uh, just San Diego. Alyssa, uh, you can you can see why they do it on one hand. I know obviously mm-hmm. everybody wants a, mm-hmm. a, a con exclusive, an SDCC con exclusive. Yeah. But at the same time, they are saving so much money by not printing up. You know, even though it's that small icon, you know, that comic con mm-hmm. icon, they're saving so much more money by just putting on their convention exclusive. So you can see their point of view oh, to yeah. a certain degree. But at the same time, you're at the world's biggest you know, nerd fest, as we like to call, I guess. I don't know. Um, you want something that represents that. That's the thing, you know. It's, you want that. Yeah, you do. But I I, I almost prefer a, prefer a convention exclusive because the market is so big. And, you know, I, like with the Hallmark, I don't have um, the ornaments. I can say, oh, you know what? I'm going to pick those up in New York. I'm not going to deal with them in San Diego. Mm-hmm. There's so many other things like the Dark Horse and the Marvel and, and all of this other stuff to get that I'm okay with, with it 
it not being. Hasbro is enough. My bill at Hasbro alone with a 15-year-old boy who likes Transformers. <laughs> so, um, reading off of the, um, reading off of the Q&A, Betsy Wooden says, uh, the most popular Hasbro excu- exclusives like um, Magic the Gathering will not be on- available online later. And I think this was the case last year. I don't think Magic ever got there. Uh, Carrie Dixon said, um, uh, the Mouth Phantom, Mock Phantom, uh, the Goldbender Funko looks amazing, but considering the nightmare that was Funko last year, I'm very wary about going back. I'll second that, absolutely, after standing in line for God knows how long for and being one of the first people in line. <clears throat> um, let's see, the next question was uh, Carrie Dixon. Let's see, Carrie Dixon. Yeah, Yeah, do you want to read that one? Yeah, she was talking about my comment, uh, basically stating um, that uh, we did say this last week about the uh, the difference between the exclusive types, and I can't now seem to find the uh, the comment. Uh, Bear with me a second. Um, She says, you said that last week, I'm sure that the official policy... But that tends not to be reality with the exclusive stickers. Their exclusive list is basically a hodgepodge of what people send them. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. (laughs) Uh, For instance, Hasbro's exclusive really are exclusive, but they are not on this list. Uh, and you'll have to see the Q&A for her link because it's too long for me to say. Uh, Mezco's stuff is all available to ship, but they're on there. Well, talking about uh, con exclusives, uh, Alyssa, I guess we could mm-hmm. see into T-shirts. Yes, T-shirts, absolutely. Because we've all got something to say about T-shirts, I believe. <laughs> Care to go first, Lennon? I, I will say, as <laughs> he's like, no. Uh, I can do. Um, uh, well, what we're going to do is we're going to let uh, Violet have a crack at the uh, the news that has come out this week in terms of the tips of the day. But uh, yes, one of the uh, the big things, and yes, it just ha- it did happen the day after that I said it was going to happen, considering that I was absolutely convinced that uh, they were going to announce T-shirts while I was watching Jurassic World because that was it's just that was just the way it was going to work. I'm two hours in a film, out of the off the radar, of course they're going to announce something. And as it happens, it was the day after. Um, yes, there are four designs this year. There's going to be uh, the standard Comic-Con uh, design, uh, which is um, the, the standard um, kind of uh, souvenir design. There's also two uh, designs around the... Um, Toucan blog, uh, the Toucan Reader, which is a new design um, which is celebrating the blog itself, and also uh, the Toucan Moon design, which I have hung over there, which um, I can show you. Basically, it's also the design that they released last year. However, the uh, signature design that they've released this year is um, uh, a flash design. And um, I'm going to have to refer to my notes to uh, remind me of the the artist, but uh, it's on a grey T-shirt, and uh, quite frankly, it is a little underwhelming. Um, it is celebrating the Flash's 75th anniversary. Um, it may be the only T-shirt that I do buy this year, but I'm not 
overly enthusiastic about it, considering that we have in the past already we've had revealed the cover for the souvenir book, which is a gorgeous spirit design. Brilliant piece of artwork. And I really would have loved to have seen a T-shirt with that on it, which is a shame. But there we go. I'm going to get the Bone T-shirt reading a comic book. That's the one that I really like. I know, I know a lot of people are disappointed that the spirit, um, wasn't, wasn't on a shirt. They really wanted that. Um, and yeah, I, I kind of tend to agree with you about the flash design. It's a little, it's too busy. He doesn't pop out enough, um, on, in my opinion. On a gray shirt. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he needed he needed to pop just a little bit more, um, and I I was looking for as you were talking I was looking for the the artist's name. It's, yeah, it's Andy and Joe Cuba. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So they're interested in doing they're used to doing the big page art yeah. kind of thing. Gives a little bit more room for that. So are you guys going to, are Mark, are you going to get any shirts or Violet? Uh, I actually like the Flash t-shirt. <laughs> I'll have the unpopular opinion here. I don't like the color very much, but I do like the design. <laughs> I think it would have been good if I had a choice of color, uh, shirt colors. I think that would have yeah. been better, perhaps. But mm-hmm. on, a gr- on a kind of like a mottled gray background, yeah, it just kind of... A strange choice. It says me with the uh, grey hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I like the 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 blue one with the, the blue bone shirt. Um, uh, or toucan. Sorry, not bone. Uh, bone was last year. The um, the toucan uh, reading a comic book. I, that one, to my mind, both Lewis and I agreed that that's that's the shirt that we're going to get this year. So there was no no question about the other ones. So I think um, a good suggestion would be to put the date on the regular uh, San Diego. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking. Like every year I want yeah. to get that one, but they never put the date on it. But mm-hmm. I, like the teal, I like that they offered the teal color, so I might go ahead and get that this year. Yeah. But it doesn't make it unique. You want it unique yeah. to that year as a remembrance. I agree. Kind of thing. There was a couple of comments that Mike had made with regards to the exclusives. Um, uh, just to, to go back to the Star Wars uh, a moment. The Star Wars Java exclusive last year was limited to two. Um, and he also goes on to say two per person. He goes on to say the Stormtrooper is the same figure as the retailer version, just in, in an exclusive box. So the variant... So it's more of a variant than an exclusive. The figures and the accessories are the same. Um, and I, I just thought that those two were, would be valuable comments to make with regards to that. Mark, T-shirts? Uh, no, not impressed this year at all. Uh, won't be buying them. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There you go. Absolutely. He's holding up uh, the black toucan shirt. I didn't, I don't like black t-shirts. I I don't. I just don't. Mm. Uh, So moving on to business. (laughs) 
Um, just a heads up to people, if you have any tickets uh, that need to be refunded, your deadline is the 15th, as in tomorrow. Um, for those of you that get comic books signed, uh, start pulling your books, because the list is there. We, uh, you know, it takes a while to develop a nice chunk of books to get signed. Um, and the sad passing of Christopher Lee. Uh, <laughs> I was happy to see today uh, that one of the networks, and I'll have to do a, a search for it, maybe Mark knows, is doing um, a marathon of all of his movies on Monday the 22nd, um, starting, uh, starting with, I think, The Mummy. And Dracula, and, and just starting at 6 a.m. and all through the day, classics, absolutely dead-on classics, uh, which I'm looking forward to. I'm going to tape a lot of those for my for my son. Tape, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you're you're right, Alyssa. I mean, this guy is, you know, he he was in so many classic mm. films, and we've got to remember as well, he started acting in the 1940s as well. So mm -hmm. you think about that and you think about the amount of generations that have grown up with him in one role or another. So you have the people who grew up with him as Dracula, you know, iconic stuff with Hammer and things like that. And then, mm -hmm. you know, uh, going further afield, you know, he sort of did like gothic stuff as well. And then obviously he was in Star Wars as well and stuff like that. But he's got such a great catalogue of films that it wouldn't matter where you started you're just seeing a brilliant actor and also let's not forget that he was a musician as well because he put out albums so it's uh, he was kind of like this all-round guy and he said every time i saw him interviewed he was always seemed to be very nice as well very jolly about it all um but you know I, you know what a good question is what is everybody's favorite christopher lee film Um, I, 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 being, being not so much with the old schools as much as I like those classics, I, I, it's been years since I've seen The Mummy, so the only, and, you know, the Dracula, and so the only thing that I can really base it on is his later works with, of the, the Saruman, um, character that he had done in, in Lord of the Rings, um, in which, if you haven't seen the excerpts um, to, to people out there that he did on speaking about his days in the Secret Service and just, I, I think the most chilling thing that that he did off camera for me was when somebody approached him and said, you know that sound people make when you stab them? And he turned and looked at them and said, I know that sound well. And just dead. <laughs> you know, it was just, you know, it cut it down and walked, you know, it was just like, <gasps> and then you got the sense of the depth of the man and, um, which would, so, Violet, have you watched any of the Christopher Lee stuff? I'm really only familiar with the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. Him, I think, so. <laughs> Leonard? Yeah, I can I can easily pick mine, which is the private life of Sherlock Holmes, which is um, the Billy Wilder, um, very very black comedy, um, with uh, Christopher Lee starring as uh, Mycroft, um, 
brilliant, brilliant performance, brilliant film, brilliant actor. So. Ah. Give me a moment, guys, while I try and find that link uh, to put up for the um, uh, the Christopher Lee uh, movies that are going to be aired and on which network they're going to be on. Well, my favourite Christopher Lee film, The Wicker Man. Absolutely <laughs> chilling. There is no way that is not one of the scariest films ever. And <laughs> if you ever, obviously, you know, if you're... If you're an American, you're coming over to England. If you watch that film before you come over here, I dare say you'll probably want to get refunds because you'll you'll think that's how we all are. We're not, <laughs> obviously, but if you're going to the Scottish Highlands, then well, you know, just take care. Definitely, you know, uh, the mm-hmm. the Wicker Man might uh, might be reappearing. So, but I I love that film. I just think it's incredible. He's fantastic. It's completely nuts in it as well. It's just brilliant. Um, I would also uh, put forward a film which. Actually, you may not want to watch at all uh, because, well, it's crap. Um, it's um, Captain America 2: Death Too Soon, which is a TV, which is a TV movie. Um, yes, it is a Captain America um, 70s film, and he plays a rogue terrorist called Miguel, um, and it's truly, truly, truly awful. Um, if anything, if, you, if you're really a fan of really bad films, check that out. I mean, that, I think that says a lot about Christopher Lee, and uh, um, Ian Holmes said that about uh, about that when he was um, uh, when he, they were talking about Lord of the Rings. Uh, that uh, Ian Holmes has turned around and said that uh, maybe the pair of them have never really seen eye to eye. Everyone seems to think that they know each other really well, but um, they they kind of worked in different circles. But uh, Ian Holmes was always very um, envious of the the sheer breadth of the, yes. the, the just the, the wealth of stuff that he did and um, it, yeah I mean from the word go he, he just never stopped working you, you saw like you're scrolling through his uh, IMDb Here, pages it's incredible here's the list of movies that are going to be aired on TM's um, T uh, Turner Movie Classics Turner Classic Movies uh, on the 22nd, um, The Mummy, The Curse of Frankenstein, Horror of Dracula, Dracula, Prince of Darkness, Dracula Has Risen from the Grave, Horror Express, The Three Musketeers, and The Four Musketeers. I mean, wow. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's clear off the spaces on the on the VCR yeah. <laughs> movie. Okay. Um, before we do kind of start wrapping things up, if we can turn to Violet and talk about the tips of the day, um, because there has been some, fa- um, I think, some really uh, interesting um, tips that have been released this week, considering that um, they started really early with them, and um, they started really big. Um, Violet, if you could talk about the tips of the day and uh, the CCI announcements this week. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, they started on Monday, and uh, first was just the let's get ready for Comic-Con, just things to bring or not to bring, such as selfie sticks. Don't bring those. Those are banned. <laughs> and then, let's see, next day... I think, that, I think that was actually quite a really big story that a, yeah. a lot of people just didn't kind of uh, pick up on, that, yeah, selfie sticks banned. And it's not just... It wasn't just a joke line, either. That was an official line from CCI. Yep. <laughs> uh, then, let's see, Tuesday they put out the uh, shuttle schedule and the map. So, uh, you know, you can take, if you're not aware, you can take shuttles from the various hotels and 
through the convention center. Um, so those will be running 24 hours, except for on Wednesday night. They stop at midnight, uh, and then they don't start up again till 4.30 a.m. on Thursday. That's kind of weird, uh, especially considering the big lineup on Thursday in Hall H with Mockingjay, with Conan O'Brien moderating, and also Doctor Who. So uh, And... And the push towards um, Hasbro tickets exclusives. Oh, that right. is very surprising. I don't know, but they, they do that every year where they have that four-hour gap for some reason. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know why. Might as well just do it 24 hours the whole time. I don't understand. But uh, let's see what else we have. Um, sorry. So, yeah, the exhibit hall map came out, which uh, it looked pretty similar to last year. It seemed like most stuff was out in the same place. Uh, did anyone notice anything that different? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then, oh, then, then there's this tip about don't be scammed by companies or individuals selling fake badges for Comic-Con. Uh, and then ended up with the t-shirt announcement on Friday. Um, <laughs> Has the web went crazy? <laughs> well, yeah. <Worth> it, t-shirts. <laughs> um, I think they then was... just did a, they did a couple of kind of um, filler uh, posts, which mm-hmm. kind of make a little bit of sense when if you are visiting uh, San Diego mm-hmm. outside of the convention center. Uh, they did a couple of tourist posts um, yesterday and the day before in terms of uh, things that have changed in San Diego and also. Um, visiting San Diego, a kind of a, a tourist post uh, today. Um, parking is is sold out underneath and um, at the at the Hilton, uh, uh, whichever hotel is by the Hall H line. Um, yeah, Hilton. <laughs> I can't keep them straight. Um, and there's there's some cheap there's still some parking available and there there are parking garages which are not in the ACE parking structure which will be selling parking that day also. That's that is my lists. I have gotten through all of my lists of to dos. Any other topics? Nope. That's pretty much nope. us. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we can also very quickly cover, uh, go through the Q&A about the uh, the Funkos, because uh, we did ask uh, uh, which mm-hmm. your favorite Funko uh, is uh, looking. The Gold Bender one looks am- amazing, apparently. The Mac mm-hmm. Phantom saying that. But considering the nightmare that was Funko last year, I'm wary about going back. Understandable. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. really hoping that we are going to have some kind of announcement from Funko uh, regarding what they are intending to do, because it can't go on the way it was. Yeah, yeah. I started a thread on the forum about uh, having every every major booth uh, ticketed upstairs in the uh, Sal's Pavilion. Lego, Funko, those kinds of things. But um, that's um, as David said. Those that's really kind of up to them to do. So I think that's it. Will be interesting to see how Funko deals with it. If I can. Since we're kind of wrapping it up, I'd, I'd like to say a couple of quick personal words, if I may. Go for it. <laughs> um, first thing I want to say is, uh, and I know this sounds so wacky for uh, a geek blog, but in terms of fitness and uh, weight loss, 
I think I will be 20 pounds lighter this year than I was last year. Yay! Wow. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm just, yes, I'm doing, doing this uh, on my back and, and continuing the trend. And I, I also wanted to, to say, you know, I screwed up my courage and, and had a discussion with a friend this past week and sometimes it's really good to do those things and it, it allows you to move past things. Um, so I, I put that out there to people that, just sometimes you you've got to just say these things and and uh, move, to move along. Fair enough. That is all. <laughs> um, well, while we're talking, kind of, well, I'm sure that uh, you will be also covering a couple of personal issues when it comes to um, your conversation that you're going to be having with Tony Kim. Is that happening this week? That will happen this week, and I will speak about that next week. Absolutely. How was how did your conversation go, Leonard? By the it way, went, it went well. Um, it was interesting. He asked some rather deep and personal questions halfway through. It turned into one of the most cheapest therapy therapy sessions going. It was. I just I just I just laid back on the couch and let him talk. Um, no, that was fun. Uh, if uh, you also want to check out um, his conversation with Megan as well, which is uh, very interesting, especially about uh, her approach to her, uh, the nerdygirly.com, which mm-hmm. is uh, an interesting um, uh, conversation. I, I really would check that out. Like I say, uh, myself, Megan, Alyssa, uh, moderated by Tony, we are going to be taking part in a Wrath of Con Bloggers uh, panel, which is going to be taking part on Thursday. And yes, uh, we'll also be making an appearance at the Wrath of Con um, bloggers event that is happening on the preview night. Uh, I'm going to be showing up for um, at the back end because I do have the English uh, attendees group meeting that uh, I'm going to be sh- uh, showing my face at and at the end of the day the UK group is kind of like my baby so they are going to be my priority but I am going to be going to the Wrath of Con bloggers as well if you do want to catch up and uh, meet us in person. So there you go. Uh, is there any kind of off-site things that have already attracted your attention? Violet, is there anything that you want to go and see? Um, we're probably going, or at least I will try to make an appearance at the Game of Bloggers uh, party. Um, I ordered some goodies to give out there, so assuming there's enough room for us to get in, uh, we'll, I'll be there. <laughs> it does look like it's going to be very packed. It's, yeah. yeah. Cool. I I have been... I am going to do the Vikings one. Uh, this, there's apparently there's going to be duck boats that are outfitted in uh, the the Vikings longboats that are going to be traveling through the city and taking people on tours of the harbor. And I, whatever I have to do, they'll be giving out the drinking horn. I want the drinking horn this year. <laughs> the freebie drinking. Oh, I will get it. <laughs> Just in case you didn't quite catch that, um, Alyssa is after the horn. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. if, you, if, if you didn't, if you didn't quite catch that out loud, I will be making up my ringtone um, okay. at some point uh, over the next week. Uh, I will be making that available on the website as a download. Uh, that Alyssa is announcing that she is after the horn. So, okay, good to know. Four shades of purple here. <laughs> Okay. Thank you very much indeed to um, our guests today. Uh, indeed, a lot to cover, and it was um, really good that we managed to get it all uh, kind of done in, in one show. Thank you very much indeed for uh, helping us out with that. 
and indeed for helping me out by <laughs> taking the lead. Um, just to let you know, next week is going to be um, our last of our SDCC toolkits, uh, which is going to be about Artist Alley. Um, it's going to be an interesting one, considering that Artist Alley has had a bit of an announcement that there's going to be a bit of a change. Deviant Art is not going to be a supporter this year, uh, which means they are looking for a sponsor. Uh, it could mean a change to the way that Artist Alley is going to look, and also a number of the panels may have to get cut back. So over the next seven days, we're going to do our best to find out exactly how that's going to affect Artist Alley. But uh, it's going to be mainly about uh, how you approach artists, what artists are looking for on the other side of the table there, take on the whole uh, con experience, their um, relationship with their fans. And also, I'm certain from someone like myself, when someone is sketching behind a table, how you actually talk to an artist in terms of approaching them and sort of getting that, that interaction with an artist. Because at the end of the day, they're there to speak and talk to fans. So that's what we want to talk about next week. Um, I'd like to thank uh, my guests today. Um, first and foremost, again, thank you very much indeed to Violet for joining us. Um, we look forward to the Jurassic World um, review when that goes up. Where, where, will, pe where will people find that? Uh, at our website, gbreviews.com. Excellent stuff. And where can people find you online? Uh, I'm on Twitter at GB underscore reviews, uh, Facebook at gender buyer, bias reviews, uh, Google Plus, Instagram, yeah, all of that good stuff. Oh, and before I go, uh, so tonight is the Game of Thrones season finale, and we're doing a Game of Thrones giveaway, um, which includes the, the swag bag that they gave out uh, last year at uh, Comic-Con for the panel. So uh, go over to our website, register to win. Uh, going through Friday. Brilliant. Thank you very much indeed, uh, Violet. Uh, thank you very much indeed to Mark for joining us. Um, yeah, it's been a pleasure as always. As always, Leonard, yeah. It certainly wasn't like pulling teeth today, was it? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. It's going to be like that, is it? It's, I'm going to give. I'm going to be. I'm going to be getting a lot of tweets about this. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, where can people? Find, I mean, what's? Where can people find you this week? Uh, I'm on Twitter, on my little thing there at Mark underscore CB, and um, I'm every Thursday night on Anglian radio stations here in the UK with film reviews. And that's about it. Oh, and also you can find me on Friends of CCI. I'm on there occasionally as well. Excellent stuff. Speaking of which, um, yes, the Friends of CCI.com forum, uh, I'm presuming it's all starting to heat up at the moment, Alyssa. Oh, I, I, if you didn't catch it, it's, we're heavy into the crazy season. It's, it's just, you know, people are very sensitive and take these things very personally and and I can't blame them because um, everybody is feeling a little raw and nobody wants and nobody wants other people to take advantage undue advantage of the system and uh, so but there there's a lot of excitement <laughs> friends of cci.com forum uh, sorry, sorry, friendsofcci.com slash forum is where you can find Alyssa. And also you can find her on Twitter at uh, friendsofcci. Excellent stuff. Thank you very much indeed. 
And you can find me at Englishman SDCC. Uh, my name's Len Sultana. You can also Google for an Englishman in San Diego and you can find me on the various social media platforms. Best way to usually get hold of me is either Twitter or you can get hold of me on Google Plus as well on the, uh, uh, the Comic-Con uh, community, which uh, is also heating up rather nicely as we get closer. We are talking, like I say, 24 days to go now. So it's really starting to uh, get uh, interesting. Uh, we are going to be paying attention to the tips of the day because obviously uh, a couple more things are going to be due for release. Um, so keep an eye on that. Uh, we have just one last thing, which is the giveaway of the Dark Bunny Tees uh, Blade T-shirt, which um, we've had a whole bunch of people take part. Thank you very much indeed for tweeting Dark Bunny Tees giveaway. Um, our live winner today then, who we're going to contact once we go offline, is... Work for Mandroid. Congratulations, you have won yourself a Dark Bunny Tees uh, t-shirt. We're going to get in contact with you. We're going to choose which colour you're wanting because it's available in red and in black. It's um, a really nice, gorgeous t-shirt. Uh, we're going to put you in contact with uh, Dark Bunny Tees. It'll probably be with you in, in the middle of the week. It's They're really very, very good for international deliveries as well. Very, very cool. Now, if you are wanting to take part... Um, if you're watching this uh, after the fact, or if you're listening to the audio version of this, uh, you can take part up to uh, the uh, when we go live next week on the 21st of uh, June. Uh, over the next seven days, then, uh, you can use the same hashtag, Dark Bunny Tees Giveaway. We'll be doing another random draw as we start next week's ha uh, Hangout for a promo code, which is basically uh, to the value of a T-shirt on the website, which... If you have a look at the range that's on darkbunnytees.com, it's absolutely stunning. Thank you very much indeed for your company. I'm now going to go and get a very large bag of ice and apply it around about here. And hopefully I'll be in slightly better form for next week. Do take care. Um, hopefully uh, you are really getting excited for Comic-Con 2015. We're not long to go now. We'll see you next Sunday for another Talking Comic-Con. A cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. We'll see you bye soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye, -bye. bye. <laughs>